Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. Hello everybody and welcome back to Fair, their indie TTRPG set in an alternate 19th century earth where all the creatures from folklore and fairy tale are real, have always been real and live alongside humanity. When last we left our heroes, the party having returned to Paris had gone to the um, store of Madame Josephine Gautier, this stunningly beautiful and quite vivacious artificer that they have met. Um, they had a number of items that they wanted to purchase, having recently found some money um, when exploring a haunted house and um, saving a young child. And they have now been offered another contract by Madame Gautier. And this time they've been asked to explore the abandoned home of a goblin artificer. While here they met um, one of Madame Gautier's assistants, um, a very interesting and quite, quite stunning uh, woman, by the name of Ferouz, who um, says they're originally from Damascus um, and is very interested in um, hanging along on this little uh, adventure. So, um, moving on, we said that um, the um, that you's all headed back to um, you's all headed back to Amanada's family's home. I mean, if there's any other like random little tidbits and jobs you need to do, we can just say that you get them all done. Um, you can also, if you want, do you think you would maybe swing by the home to have a look at it first, do a little bit Ooh. of scouting? Absolutely. Yep. Amanara will want to do some scouting with that okay. legendary ring. Oh, you're going to go in? We'll see. Cool. I do, I do we'll have wait. new picks. So, um, we, you, uh, wait till first. Maybe send Anki to fly around, look at into the window and stuff. You know that might be an idea. So you, but you, I thought we were waiting for. Well, this we said her. Yeah. I've asked her to scouting. Okay, yeah, I think there is no scout. point to scout right now because, um, correct me if I'm wrong, if it's like full of traps and everything, things could be changing in there. We don't know. We don't know what kind of technology they have. Yes, seen you are. Yeah, that, that, you, that is why you've got all the prints. Um, we okay. We will wait until later. Um, we might as well just go back to the house, get settled in. Mm-hmm. I will talk to the housekeeper and about dinner. And yeah. Okay. Lovely. So. You chill, Lovely, yeah. spend the rest of the while afternoon. that's happening. Sylvia wants to just very quickly um, write to her brother, just in, it, she's going to use the barracks glyph, absolutely. Yeah, so you and it's her. but it's but it's very brief, like for the attention of Major Heinrich Bauer. You know, it's just going to be back in Paris, cured the villagers' lycanthropy. I'm okay. <laughs> just like please um, don't worry include you would also include your um your return list for a message to be sent back oh yeah this is this is i bought an arcanogram now you can contact me anytime absolutely not a problem at all okay 
Okay. Um, this is my phone number. <laughs> this yeah. is, yeah, so the Arcanogram is the perfect um, ma enchanted mass communication device for the millennial generation. Communication purely by text. You never have to actually speak to the other person. It's, I, I wish life was like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Lovely. Uh, uh, um, Lovely. Yes. Well, well during the afternoon, yeah, Mina will wander around. She will go find a nice haberdashery because she thinks after the stellar performance that um, Albert did last time, he deserves, like, new decorations and things. So she's going to see if she can find, like, some sort of tassel for the handle. Mm -hmm. And she's going to find, like, you know, main gorgeous sort of tassel in her favorite colors, yeah. purple and silver. And um, she will also see if she can find some leather worker and then mm -hmm. order a new handle, like, you new know, grip. cover. Yeah. Grip. Um, Not a nicely problem. decorated for uh, Albert. Yeah. So you do find um, kind of a saddlerish type shop that will happily do that for you, Perfect. they say. They're like, if you will leave it here, madame, I can have it for you tomorrow. Um, or you could come, if you want to come tomorrow and leave it in then. Um, you do find some ribbons and some tassels with those kinds of colors, though. Purples and golds, it's expensive, okay? So we're going to... Purples and silver, yeah. Purple and silver, sorry. It's it's still expensive, okay? So we'll say it's probably like... Um, everything, the new leather grip, the ribbons, the tassels, that'll be like two silver, okay? You know, which is a lot of money, you know? Um, remember to put into context for people, the average factory worker would earn between eight to 10 silver for a week's work. So two silver, also, two silver. That's like, that's, you know, I'll tell be the, two days uh, worth of pay. If, yeah, it is. Yeah. If I need to pay more because I want uh, the grip to be nicely decorated with like some Edelweiss and yeah. Oh, oh, okay. That'd be an extra silver, Mademoiselle. Um, but that I can certainly do it. Uh, it and it'll take me more. It'll take me maybe two days' work uh, if we're doing. Yeah, the just take the take the kind of measurements you need because oh, I'll take it and then I'll come to have it fitted. But yeah, I would love to. Uh, he needs to look pretty, you know. Of course. So um, eventually, later on that evening, um, Ferruz, you arrive up at this pretty fancy-looking house. You're like, shit. Okay, right. She's one of them. One percent. <laughs> no, oh God, no, please. <laughs> Don't eat me. <laughs> so, uh, uh, for context, how does the house compare to Feiruz's parents' home in Damascus? Um, it's slightly nicer. Okay. 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 It, like your parents are was you? You came from quite a comfortable background. Um, we discussed, like, you know, not crazy super rich, but you were from a very comfortable, successful family. This house is, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not like a lot nicer, but it is slightly nicer. Okay. You know? I mean, if you were to tell your father you had found a man who's going to marry you and you showed him this house, he'd be very happy. Okay. <laughs> so there, there, there's your context. Okay. Comfortable, comfortable yes. background. Yeah. We like comfortable backgrounds because yeah. I was minority there with my comfortable backgrounds. Everyone's like traumatized. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Gwen um, has had a very lovely life. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. No trauma here. 
Yes. Mm. And that's that's her why she went on like exactly. a crusade to kill all the men in the world. Exactly. I'm just saying yeah, nothing they're very at this nice point. Yeah. I'm saying um, nothing. So, Farouz, I have a very important question. What do you bring with you to the house? Yes. So, um, Farouz is going to bring with her, um, like, I was I was trying to quickly look up the 1700s pastries in France. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, have to be. It, of, I mean, you yeah, would have had time. You, 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 but you would have time yeah. to have gone home. Like you, you have a little. It's a little kind of room that you have, so you would have had time to go home if you wanted to make something. Perfect. Yeah. Then uh, I would have would have gone home and would have made something. I, I assume there wasn't time, so I thought she'd pick up something. Uh, so what I would bring with me would be uh, this tray that's quite big enough to feed three times the the size of the party here it's a dessert tray of something called basbusa which is like a semolina dessert uh that is uh made very with honey and um i don't know how to describe basbusa i'll send a picture <laughs> um and it has like almonds in it it's very sweet it's quite dense and decadent uh, but if someone is used to chocolate and sugar being dessert this would be quite unique to them okay. um it has a golden layer and then the inside it kind of feels like um think of if there was a lot of phyllo pastry that's very condensed down but it's really made of this uh semolina cake and it has, um, it's flavored with rose water. Ah. See, I knew, I um, knew that. Wow. I knew that coming from Damascus, there's no way you could Look arrive as a guest. Oh, oh no. I have no, no, no. no. <laughs> Never. Yeah, yep. so that's Never. why I no had Arab. to ask. No Arab would no. ever do that. No Arab would ever do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like in, my, in, in my head. In my head, as soon as she said to come, I was already thinking, okay, what am I bringing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been so long since I've had it, Pospoza. Now I'm like, where can I get some in Ireland? <laughs> no. Uh, maybe in the, if you, the best chance is probably go to the mosque in Klonski. Actually, yeah, that yeah. might be. They've got a big restaurant there, so that would be her best bet. <laughs> There's a very, very yeah. large mosque near where Susie and I live. Like, it's the biggest in the country. So, And they've got a famously like you wonderful restaurant opposite where i live it is literally opposite where christina yeah. lives so yeah that would be the best yeah, place. yeah. so it's anyway fact, it's such a uh, good dessert honestly it yeah. is one of my oh god it's so good is it similar uh so baklava is quite different because it's a lot more filled with nuts and mm -hmm. it's basically different multiple pastry layers while basbusa mm -hmm. is a cake like cake it's a semolina cake but unlike, it's not fluffy. It's very dense because it's semolina. So okay. it's kind of like in terms of texture, probably closer to like, have you ever had like an almond cake? Yeah. No, yeah. No. yeah. yeah. So if you think along an almond cake with like a more syrupy flavors as yes. well in it, it's like, yes. it's, like it has it's absolutely uh, gorgeous. Yeah, rose water, a bit of like orange water, uh, zest and things like that. It's very flavorful. It's quite dense. You typically have them in very small portions, mm -hmm. uh, unlike a cake that you would have in like a slice. And um, at entering, the first thing she'd do is look for a place to take off her shoes. <laughs> right. 
and there would actually be like a place just right off yeah. to the side and like they'd be like a little almost like a little console table they'd be a bucket for like umbrellas coat coat like stand and all that so like you'll see some slippers and stuff like house slippers mm-hmm. in there because like coming from mali like wearing shoes in the house isn't always you know the thing so mm-hmm. you'd see that there's some slippers just kind of like neatly tucked in there so yeah and Amnata yeah. would definitely reach at the door and say, thank you for coming. And oh, wow, thank you so much. It's been a while since we've had any like home cooked goods. I don't mean like home cooked as in my home, but you know what I mean. Thank you so much. Uh, I I completely understand. Um, even though I've been here uh, a good few months now, it's been a while since I've also been invited to someone's home. So thank you. Oh, and, well. And uh, your home is quite wonderful. Oh, thank you. Uh, my parents have, well, my family have worked very hard for all that we have. I'm always grateful and I'm always happy to share it with new people. So I'm I'm very glad that you happen to be there today. Um, we're always looking for, I suppose, like-minded people who are always driven by a, a bit of sense of adventure. And as Amanada is like kind of taking the treat and like, bringing you in i'm just kind of like pointing out all the different rooms if you if you need anything at all this is you know this is our housekeeper she doesn't like us calling her by her name so i tend to call her cc and yes if you need anything just let me know let cc know she has the ears off I don't know. She can hear everything, everything you could possibly think of. Um, and she almost can read your mind. She'll know what to bring you before you even ask for it yourself. Um, now please come through. The rest of the party are in the dining room and they're looking forward to seeing you again. So Thank you, you so all much. come in. You have a very nice meal, okay? Um, do you have any, like... Any questions for Farouz or Farouz, do you have any questions for the party? Yeah, first of all, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, you go, go, you go first. Okay, uh, first of all, you see, and it's very much like Uncle Gon the Great. We call him Anki for short, the dragon. So you brought her food. She's now your best friend. Um, she shared with, with Anki as well, and they both loved it. Um, so you seem, you seem to just want to ask, like, where where have you been? How long have you been working for Madame Gautier? Because we visited her shop a couple of times and we've never seen you. We would have definitely remembered. Um, well, it's actually quite uh, recent that I started working there. Uh, I met her while I was uh, studying at the Sorbonne for a bit of a short period. And um, well, I mean, she seems like quite a fascinating woman and I wanted to learn more about uh, artificerie. I have been, um, well, working under an artificer for a while back in uh, Constantinople. Um, and then I moved here for the Sorbonne and that's when I met her. Well, immediately you seem is like super impressed because Sorbonne um, means a lot. Eustine has an academic background herself. She's a bit of a scholar, so she studied in the University of Ghent. Ghent. Um, so she appreciates that, and she's very much like, oh, mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. 
Thank you. And uh, how long have uh, all of you known each other? Oh, uh, well, I knew Justine well before, I suppose, we met the rest of the party. Um, we've known each other for maybe a couple of years now. We yeah. met at a, it was a diplomatic party and we were some of the youngest people there. And, you know, some of those things can just be so so tedious and so boring with all the, you know, all the sniffing at each other and pomp and circumstance. And so we just naturally over the course of the night graduate, like moved together. And since then, we've been sending letters back and forth. We've kept in touch. And yeah, uh, I met Yastin. I met up with my Yastin again fairly recently where we, I suppose, Amanata's going to look at Yastin kind of, Gage, should I just spill all your family trauma? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Um, you've seen, you've seen would, would, would kind of see that and she would take it off from here because she wouldn't want to load this responsibility on Aminata. So, you've seen, like, yes, I traveled to the south of France from Belgium to find my brother who we thought was dead in the war. Um, but then I heard that he was still alive. And I stopped in Paris and I'm an Asha, my dearest friend. She she agreed to help me and she abandoned this beautiful home and traveled all the way, all the way down with me. Uh, we found my brother. He's, he's at home. He's, he's alive. Um, he's with my parents. He's still recovering. So it's a, it's a happy end. She kind of says slightly reluctantly because her brother is not okay. <laughs> he's at home, he's but he's alive. I think if he is around um, people who love him and will support him, he will ultimately be all right. Um, I'm sorry for what happened. Um, I'm glad you found him, and uh, I wish him a speedy recovery. I don't, I don't know the circumstances, but I hope he recovers quick and well. So do we all, we all do. Thank you so much, you're very kind. Um, and yeah, I believe that um, Sylvia and, and Mina, they knew each other slightly before Easton is just trying to kind of switch, <laughs> <laughs> bring the conversation away from, from herself. Like we only met the rest of the party, like I think in January, but like I met her because I was looking for my brother too. And I met Sylvia in a hospital, but then I moved to. Uh, Sylvia's along starting to look really uncomfortable right now. She's just like, oh, I do not want to talk about this. <laughs> and, and, you know, I've been looking and a little more, and then uh, we ran into each other and decided to travel together. Sylvia and I just for. Um, you know, numbers, security kind of a thing. And then well, we run into the rest together, of... You know. um, and then we run into the, the rest of all these um, crazy people. So, yeah. My we story is... is similar. It's it's simple. It's not as dramatic as Priestine's, um or Sylvia's. She says quietly. Sylvia <laughs> <laughs> gives you a fucking shut up <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all the sugar is going to come out, you know, yeah. from these cakes. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I, I wished for adventure. I left my home in Exeter and traveled south to France. We had heard about the war at home, of course. Um, there's not a great sea in between the south of England uh, and France. And my family are healers of sorts. 
and so I decided to come and see what I could of learn. Of sorts, yes. Of sorts, yes. Um, every plant is a is medicinal in one way or another. Would be our philosophy. Medicinal for death. <clears throat> Some of them. Sometimes that's um. just the medicine that's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it, really. I met the group traveling to. Well, originally I was heading for Paris. Paris. <laughs> And yes, we have we have had many adventures, Farus. You will you will learn. I'm sure you'll hear all about them this evening. Some of it more nefarious than others. We became trapped in the fair realm for a little while and we lost three weeks. But you know, uh, it was fine. We got out and so um, when she says that to you, Farus, that's a big deal because (laughs) humans that end up in the fair realm usually don't come back and quite often when they do they find that huge periods of time have passed it's very common that if a human ends up in the fey realm that if and when they come back they like time catches up and and they age a century in a matter of minutes and turn to dust and ash so like the fact that the party are like sylvia casually saying oh we ended up in the fey realm and lost a couple of weeks you're like what the fuck like seriously like <laughs> that's not casual conversation here well in, in yeah. Venice when we ended up in the fair realm we did get some very very helpful um, guidance from three witches uh, who led us back out uh, so not as much time passed as we've well as we're well accustomed to hearing and there was a time I ended up in the fair realm by myself um that was quite interesting but again I was led out fairly promptly so I did not lose much time at all well it's it's wonderful to meet such storied adventuring women um I haven't encountered anyone who's been to the fair realm let alone been there twice um I haven't had anything that exciting happening happen to me, unfortunately. I did leave Constantinople because I grew bored of it and I don't want to go back to Damascus. I I want to see the world and I want to experience things for my own and let's say for my own opinion about things. And um, that brought me here to Paris and a good part of me is feeling ready to also leave Paris quite soon. At that, Amanada is going to just kind of like have this big grin on their face and say, you are with the best company. We are quite adventurous people. I'm very grateful that we've all managed to kind of find each other in this crazy, crazy world. And we're all very strong-willed. We want to experience things for ourselves. So that's why I invited you to dinner. I just got this feeling that you were like-minded, like kin. So hopefully we'll be able to go to all these different places together. I don't intend to keep staying in Paris. Um, Yes, I love my family, but like anyone else, I want to leave them very far, far behind at times. Um, So, (laughs) yes, we'd love to have you join us for this next sort of journey and maybe for more if you feel that we'll fit together. um, I would love that. Thank you so much. 
when um, Aminata just mentioned, sometimes I want to leave my family far, far behind. Like Mina's eyes just kind of widen, and she goes. Like, yeah, Sylvia yeah. kind of just, and she got Sylvia's going to glance over at Mina and just be kind of just look down at this kind of. Like, <laughs> oh, um, Farouz, can you give me um, your first roll of our game? Um, can you give me an awareness roll? Okay, so that's just going to be a plus two. Okay, uh, D20 plus yeah. two. Roll well. <laughs> No. no. So you, you, you do not you do not pick up on that look at all. Okay. Okay. I don't so, pick up on those looks. No. And meanwhile, Aminata would would see that uh, Feroz looks at you with with relating of wanting to leave your family and just like doesn't even bat an eyelash. Just goes well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I missed my family terribly, but I am so glad that I left. <laughs> at the same time and I'm sure Feyre's the fates have brought us together for a reason Aminata probably would have mm-hmm. noticed Mina's, Mina's kind of look so I I want to do an awareness roll to try and gauge if it was a case of you know I'm like I'd love to be back on my family or there's some of my family I'd love to leave behind as well um, Sylvia had the same kind of a, <laughs> <laughs> Because it was definitely like Mina would have known. It was definitely meant in, uh, you know, I like my independence sort of thing. Not a, I don't want to just leave my family alone sort of thing. Mm. Shame you guys didn't come from a stable, wholesome family like Gwyn. Nothing ever was weird or strange. Oh, I I love my family. I love wholesome cults. Yeah, I love my family. My family will probably like some of the most like standard to be honest like uh-huh. not a cult not a cult yeah. they don't they don't eat they don't poison others so what was that role well, i'm gonna add? so that role is a so that is an hold on it's an 11 but with my awareness two plus wait. one is um that's gonna be um 14 yeah not a great role you're not you don't get a lot from that Okay, that's fine. Okay, so I have a very important question. Does the party want to go and check out this house in the evening? Yes, under yes. cover of darkness. Okay, <laughs> right. At so, the shadiest of times. After dinner. I can see I can see us like having dinner, a bit of wine, and then just being like, let's oh, go! Let's go! Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. So, um, yeah, you, um, you said enjoy a couple of bottles of wine, have a lovely feast, and then with full tummies, you head out into the night air, hoping to explore the enchanted, booby-trapped home of a goblin artificer. Okay, <laughs> activating that, night mode. That's definitely yes. <laughs> my idea of a good time. I don't have any rest. Yeah. So, um, he's jumping a cab. It's going to be like... Very prepared. Tri- it's gonna be like uh, three coppers, so someone deduct that from their character sheet, yeah, okay? Um, um, and you do get to the area, okay? So as I said, he's in a pretty nice part of the city. It wouldn't be too dissimilar to kind of where Amanat is from. Like we're not talking the crazy uh-huh, uber uh-huh. wealthy part of the city, but it's still be a pretty nice part of the city, okay? And um, you just get to the address, and it immediately stands out. It looks so weird and out of place, surrounded by all these 
very beautiful um terraced and, and detached homes okay um like so so it looks almost like a country farmhouse with a strange and crooked shape to it. There's a high peak roof and a chimney that looks like it's about to fall over. And in the night, you know, Paris being one of the truly great cities of the world, and um, the streets of Paris are lit by enchanted fairy globe lights. They don't use um, whale oil to light the street lamps here. No, they use enchanted fairy globes. So once night falls, there's a pretty good constant level of illumination. So you can see pretty well in the from the illumination from the fairy globe street lamps, there is smoke coming from the chimney as if somebody is living there, okay? You were told that this goblin like left like three three decades ago, about 30 years ago, okay? So, and there's, and you just spot some lights on in some of the windows. But it's really weird because then a light will turn off and then another light will turn on somewhere else. So it's, it's, it's very, very strange. Okay. There's, there's a bit of, there's some grounds in front of it. Okay. So there's a, you do spot there's a, there's a, there's um it's not a wall. It's like a, a very high, thick hedge instead of a wall that kind of forms the boundary. But there is a, an iron, simple iron pedestrian gate that leads into the grounds. All right. Um, but um, yeah, it's looking really strange, and he's like, he's pointing, he's looking at it. But then I just, I kind of looking at each other, trying to figure out what to do. And you look back, its form has changed. And whereas a minute ago it was a three-story kind of narrow, slightly lopsided building, now it looks like a squat, wider, two-story building. Okay. Mm-hmm. But still with that peaked roof. Wine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or have you do has this house just changed? We uh it might be just like uh maybe a natural mechanism to deter any I suppose any what well what we're going to do, any breaking and entering and by constantly changing it makes it so much harder to scope it out and you know, this is fun this is amazing. Or it could be it's some sort of an illusion. Fascinating. Could be. So, mm. um, I think... just just give me one second here. I just want to look up the range. So, okay, it's a little bit outside the range of your detect magic spell, Justine. Your detect magic spell is ten meters currently. That does go up as you let. It's three meters plus one meter per level. So for you currently, it's ten meters and. The distance from where you are on the street to the front of the house itself looks like it's maybe 12, 15 meters. So you would need to go into the grounds a bit before you could cast any spell to detect magic from the house. Uh, um, before we go onto the grounds, can I detect any traps and hidden secrets, please? You can certainly try. That does not fill me with confidence, but okay. Faris, did you notice something about the house? I would like to um, watch it as it changes and try to keep watch if anything remains consistent through all of the different mm-hmm. shapes. Okay, give me and just give me a straightforward awareness roll on that, okay? Awareness plus two. Okay, you have an awareness of one and keen mm-hmm. eye, so that's plus two. Okay, that's a dirty 20. Interestingly enough, you do watch as the the house shifts form to different 
combinations of always kind of looking almost like a rustic um, farmhouse. But the one consistent thing is this weird lopsided chimney that always looks like it's about to fall off the, the roof. And a mm -hmm. high peaked roof. Okay. So, Amanada? My role is a 23 with canines. Yeah, the, the front gate does not appear to be trapped. That's about as far as you could check, you know, where you are. You need to be physically going inside to be checking further, but you're quite confident that, yeah, I could open this gate, walk in, it wouldn't be a problem. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to share that with the group. Um, I'll also tell the group that the only uh, consistent thing is the lopsided mm -hmm. uh, roof and that it's always some sort of farmhouse. Mm -hmm. Uh, th and was there a third thing that was always consistent? No, that was basically it. And it always looks like a farmhouse. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Wasn't there a chimney um, as well you mentioned? The you? chimney stays the same. Oh, the chimney yeah. is always looks like it's with a fall off. <laughs> oh, so it wasn't lopsided yeah. roof. It was the chimney. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. A lopsided chimney. Right. Okay. It doesn't change on the inside yes. as well. Could be dangerous. Yes. And I just... Like Mina wants to see if there, like, is a pattern that repeats with the shapes. Well, I mean, it's not really shapes. It, I want to see if it cycles through different shapes. That if it repeats, or if it's you know, is it just kind of there no pattern? Oh is it random? no, like it's it's not a set pattern. It flips between, you know. So, question about what team? Uh -huh. Sorry, yes. Oh, she's frozen. So what is it? Two shapes that it's that no, it flips it's a, between. It's a couple of different shapes, like maybe four or five. No, sorry, Neve, what did you say there? No apologies. I'm not sure if you got me. I froze there for a second. The front door. Did, I mean, yeah. does that um, move every time it shifts, or no? The front door actually stays the same. Okay. Okay. It's a chimney at the front door. Like I mm. guess the front door itself changes, but the, the where it is stays the same. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, at least there's a way in. Well, chimney, um, if anything, we can send Anki through the chimney. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. Would, that could be great, just to see through his eyes what it's like on the inside, if it's safe. And how much it changes, hmm. if even. As yeah. a fake creature, he may also be immune to any of the traps that are in the area. Uh. We, um, that is a possibility. I am just a bit hesitant to send Anki in alone. Um, but yes, that might be our safest bet because, as it currently is, there's no traps on the gate leading onto the property. But that's mundane. not to say two steps in mundane traps. Uh, I well, I'd be able to detect any magical traps here. Uh, with that higher level, with that sorry, with that higher role, you would, um, at the very least, spot like an arcane glyph or something, you know. Okay. Yeah, because right. I was able to do it in the frame yeah, round, Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Maybe yeah. Send in Anki. Be careful, uh, Anki. Yeah, let's send in Anki. Um, just maybe not through the chimney straight away, but maybe just to 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 fly around the house and see what he spots, if anything. Uh -huh. Oui, yes. Um... 
Okay, so you want to send the Anglagon. And yes. you want to send them to go into the And at least... Uh, not not into the chimney just yet, but just kind of fly around um, and see. And maybe look into a window or two, yeah. Yeah, maybe he'll spot something else, or especially with those windows. If no, we probably can't can't track them. Um, the ones that were like lighting up, but if they changed, probably uh, doesn't. The, the, the lights appearing is random as well. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So he, if you send them off, he flies in. So looking down on the ground, he can he can yeah. look in and see what looking, he sees inside. You know, looking down on the grounds, what he sees is it looks like the actual garden is filled with like a hedge maze that winds. It's not like complex. The path leading to the front gate or front door is fairly straightforward, mm -hmm. and you can see thick rose briars growing through the hedging. Okay, um, so that's what he spots. Oh, nice. That's not even an awareness roll. Okay, it's quite. Obvious when you wait for you to see it. So getting up to the house, okay, give me an awareness roll to see what he may or may not spot. Uh, let me find his stats. Give me a second. I think he has some motivators for awareness. Sorry. Oh, lanky. I always get worried for him when he goes off alone. I know! Oh, he's a baby! <laughs> he's a baby! So, what was that roll? What did you roll on the die? That roll was 15, uh, plus 3 for awareness, and he has keen eyes as well. Okay, so, so. 19. Okay, so, um, flying up and circling around, he looks through a few of the windows... And he sees a bunch of different um, rooms. Um, and they're very different. Like, at one stage, he sees what looks like a fine drawing room. He sees a haunted bedroom. He sees what looks to be maybe some sort of an artificer's lab. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, another room that looks like maybe a library. Um, but it's weird because he circles a few times and like when he does and you can see through his eyes because he's your familiar um, like on at least like on each of the three circles of the of the of the house looking through a window he sees what looks like a uh, some sort of an artificer's laboratory or a potion maker's laboratory and each time it seems to be a different room. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. So the house changes on the inside as well. Yeah, it look like he'll swing around and one on the first lap he'll look in and through one window it looks like one room, and then he comes back around and then through the same window the room has changed, and then by the time he's got a third time the entire structure has changed. Oh, that's so trippy. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Be honest, Neil. Did you have a plan in advance? Or or did I give you a freaking idea when you said we shouldn't go scouting because things could be changing? <laughs> no. I just like fun, trippy things. <laughs> so what is the plan, folks? Did you you actually, like, we, we went there during the day just to have a look at it. Did he change no, in during night the day? No, he decided, he decided not to go on the day in the end. We only went at night. Oh, um, it might be worth seeing if uh, maybe if we go back to Madame's and see if there's any sort of like oils that will allow us to kind of 
like see what the truth is or oh, you know, you, see it through the illusion. You could I just try to spell magic. You could just go in closer to the to the house and try to use some magic. Mm-hmm. There are oils. There are oils of true sight that allow you to maybe see fake creatures, but there's um, nothing that allows you yeah. invisible fae that pierce illusions. See though. and see, see true illusions and see invisible fae, mm-hmm. but like not so on this scale. If, if, if this say. is an illusion, magic's like the true sight spell, which would 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 show you what the true thing is hiding. Oh, oh yeah, because that's, that's literally what, what that spell is for. And um, so, if if this is an illusion, then the true sight spell or oil of true sight or glasses of true sight would show you what the true image is. That's what I was thinking. However, if it's not an illusion. Well, if we don't have the spell, there might be like goggles we can get. Oh, I, I'm sure there are beautifully expensive glasses. <laughs> that I know. You I know. Get that, that would um, glasses probably. of true sight. Yeah, I didn't think it worked on 400, that scale. Four hundred gold for a pair of glasses of true sight. <laughs> yes. And how many powerpoints? That is very rare. What about yeah, oils of true sight, though? Oh, oil of true oils, oils of true sight. So that, that is might, that might be cheaper. Yeah, that's you could definitely look at look at something like that. Like so, fairy oil, for example. So that mm-hmm. is an ointment that, when you apply to the eyes of a human or fae touched, can now see all fae when they are invisible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't have no, a cost because that is a like, legendary fay item. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this, yeah. this is this is what I was trying to kind of say. Like it's kind of yeah. That's a good idea. It's oh. a good idea, but or you could just go into the garden and cast some spells and see what happens. Does any does does anybody have the true sight spell? No, that's no, a third level spell. spell magic. Third level sphere of twilight. Okay. Uh, know, Rosa, did you did you notice anything? Who? Um only the only the only one I mentioned. Yeah. Um so how are we approaching are we trying to approach stealthily, perhaps? Hmm. That is a good idea. And, and Aminata, of course, you have the ring. I don't know how effective the ring of invisibility would be against something like this, but it, it certainly makes you stealthy. Oh, it it would definitely well, assist in being stealthy, but it might not be stealth that we need on our on you know our side. Like, well, I also would have the additional defense from it. So if something did get triggered, I'd probably be a bit better off than. Most of ye, um, I can I can definitely give it a try. Well, um, you can do that uh, for you, and um, if anyone needs some help being a bit more quiet, I can. So are, are we are we just going to, are we just going to try and go into this house now, or? Well, what else are you gonna do? Okay. Um, I mean, I, I personally don't want to stand and stare at it all night. Yeah, this is it. I think since we're here, we should at least go inside. Oh, okay. Um, Aminata at that point is just going to 
grab a little ring and slipe, slip it onto their finger and see what we can find. Yeah, you now see Amanada slip a ring so, onto your finger um, and then they turn invisible. <laughs> so, turns out the they have a legendary yeah. magical item to turn invisible. We haven't figured out if she if she sees anything or yeah. so, if she changes in any way. Yes. So if there's Bel- any cards. Belus, you were going Gwen to... is going to go with Amanada, and you see Farouz sees Gwen kind of shudder and her muscles twitch, and she does this really kind of disgusting transformation into a cat. It is in no way graceful at all. Like black hair spreads from her face and her hands, and she shrinks down, and bones are cracking, and this tiny little black cat appears and just um, toddles on towards. I have a quick question. Are we just standing on the footpath and doing this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so we're well fueled by wine and food. Campaign one, people were like, what the fuck? There's a few people walking around, but thankfully nobody is immediately close to you. The closest person is three, four meters away, so you don't think anybody's spotted. Yeah, so, Gwen probably. I I would yeah. like to retcon and say Gwen would have just looked over her shoulder before she. You still would have done it, Gwen. Let's be honest. <laughs> you <laughs> would have totally done it, like yeah. Sylvia. Did you want to do anything? I want to cast a star with spark on everybody. Thank you. Well, Amanada uh, disappeared, so you don't know where she is, and so you can't cast it on her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can easily just slip off the ring again. I haven't walked in yet. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, so you cast a sort of spark on everybody, and Ferus. Yeah. yeah, before uh, the remaining four of us uh, go in, I would sort of like um, have them go. Before I do the question, is there enough? I know it's well lit, but is there enough shadow? Oh yeah. Well, where you are right now is quite well lit, but once you go into the gardens, there's plenty of shadow. Because it's okay. quite the so hedges. Then, remember, it's like a hedge maze. So these, so these hedges are like two meters high. Okay. So, because what I would like to do, and let me know if this is possible, mm-hmm. uh, when we are close enough, I would want to cast a shadow cloak, mm-hmm. and um, I can extend it. Uh, I believe to four people total. Uh, um, just, at I the think that sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can increase the number of targets at a cost of two mana per target to a number maximum number equal to your magic score and your magic score. Magic score is four. four. So you could cast this on four people, yes, at a cost of eight mana. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so I'll cast it on 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 um myself and the other three, so that's four. So that's uh basically um you would end up uh, kind of, you would have a uh, plus four mm-hmm. to your stealth. Shadows um, start clinging and, to your bodies from around on, you and lingering, okay. making it easier to hide yourselves and you get a plus four bonus to stealth. Uh, with that, while while you're doing this, you seem, you seem to be like looking very impressed because she knows some sphere of twilight herself and she's like oh i know what you're doing i know what you're casting here okay okay yeah very cool (laughs) good stuff thank you uh, yeah mina's taking out albert just for emotional support (laughs) and um staying close to uh for the um 
shadowy goodness. Okay, right. So, um, casting the spell to try and help you with your um, to try and help you hide yourselves. You open the gate. It does creak. It is an old rusted iron gate. So when you open it, it most certainly does creak. Okay, um, but it does open nonetheless. It's not even locked. Okay, before we go anywhere further, can I try to detect magic? Uh, or is it as, so, so let me just look up that spell. What's the duration of it again? One minute per magic. So you could cast that spell as you enter, and that will stay active for... You have a magic of four, don't you? Oh, five. So that stays active for five minutes. Okay. So for five minutes, um, you are I... getting... You are able to sense any magic in a ten-meter radius around you. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, yes. I also, mm -hmm. also, because like I think this is one of her um, um, biggest... Uh, adventures right now. I would also like to, um, if I can, I don't know if I can stack spells on myself, mm. um, but sure I would like can. to also, I would like to cast uh, Alchemist's Armor as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, does that one last a number of rounds? Because that's maybe one you should... Uh, yeah, actually, hold on, let me just look at it. Alchemist's Armor. Like, no, it's... It's, it's last a number of rounds, or is one it... Minute, uh, one, it's up to one minute, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah or until all the damage then is over. Then cast it as soon as we engage. I don't, okay, I don't okay. want to. I don't want to tell you how to, how to run stuff. It's just that those kind of things... Well, are, you're new yeah. to the system, yeah. but... It's better. I, all the magic is new to me, and um, I just yeah. read... Dura a special duration. I was so like, okay, maybe it'll be long so enough. Spe the special duration, basically, how those, how the armor-based spells work, is it effectively works like temp grit, temp hit points, and um, absorbing damage. Okay, so okay. the spell lasts until the the extra temp hit points is absorbed, or one minute. So it's a idea, spell though. that you, it's a spell that you generally will cast in the first round of combat, or when you know that combat is literally just about to start. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so um, right, so, so um Justine, you cast um detect magic, okay? Yeah. You are immediately hit by a strong like wave of magic surrounding you, coming from all mm -hmm. of the hedges, um mm -hmm. magic that appears to be from the sphere of the wild. So within the ten meter radius of you, mm -hmm. the hedges in the garden all give off an aura of magic from the sphere of the world. Okay, I think Justina's going to kind of like shake a little bit and almost fall and be like, uh -huh. whoa, didn't expect that. Um, mm -hmm. The place is riddled with magic. It's, yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, yeah, I everywhere. was kind of expecting that. Plus, and, you uh, can so lights up. Meow. The only, um, and this is interesting for you now, because I don't know if you've ever noticed this before, but you also pick up the enchantments of the various magical items that everybody is carrying, yeah. except for one, Amanada, you don't detect. Yeah. So it would seem that the invisibility ring, part of its enchantment is that it also masks your detection 
from magics such as the detect magic spell. Now, if you had, if you cast True Sight, you would be able to see her because that spell is specifically to break illusions of invisibility. Visibility, but detect yeah. magic will not detect somebody invisible. Mm, very good, very good. So, good. do we venture forth? So, hang on. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, yes. We going I'm in? Yep. I'm right. and Gwyn. So is, are, is everybody going in or are we just letting the cat and the um, invisible rogue go in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go with the cat and the invisible person. Okay, is no, is no one else following them? No. Um, I mean, I'm going to see if they get mauled to death. Okay. Or not, but yeah, Mina's totally just kind of... No. I think, Thanks. I think I'll, I'll follow. I'm going okay, to Okay, so Farouz, you follow the little yeah. black cat. And Sylvia will we... absolutely yeah. follow. She's not going to... Okay, oh. Gwen will just run around your feet as we go. Staying close. Well, Yusina's going to follow too. She'll be like, oh. Yeah, same then. If everybody <laughs> goes, I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Watch out for entanglement. The planet's on my shopping list. So, <laughs> um, once you, you start to go in through the, it's like about a meter wide. Well, actually, no, it's not quite, it's, it's not quite a meter wide um, path, okay? With two mm. meter hedging on either side with these beautiful um, iron, um, rose briars growing through the hedging, okay? As you, as of, but as you start to step through, you see the roses start to turn and shift and move and reach out towards you all. I need oh, everybody, no. everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Dex acrobatics. Oh, okay. Including no. you, Amanada. Neil, does oh, this yeah. count? Does this count as a natural setting? I'll allow it. Okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, because this is wild magic, so I'll allow it. Okay, thank you. So, uh, everybody. Do, uh, quick reflexes count uh, here. Uh, quick reflexes or acrobatics. Um, so, unfortunately, oh. you have neither of them. So, for you, um, Ferruz, it's just a plus one. Yes. Okay. Um, and also, um, by the way, um, Amanada, you can also add Cat's Grace to this. Oh, beautiful. Because you're rogue. Um, do I get any benefits being in cat you form? You in cat form get a plus seven to the roll because you are oh a goodness. cat. I'm going to write that down. Okay. That's okay. good. I, I will eventually give you a stat block for your cat form. I'm really sorry. I keep no, forgetting. Okay. Cool, cool. That is right. 22. So. 22 for me as well. 20 to 25. Yes. Yeah, 22. Hold on a second. My tabs just all closed down so I just need to open that up again okay nice. it happens I actually rolled well for a change on my actual Mina dice <laughs> so um did I so Amanada what did you get what did you roll anymore i rolled an 18 okay well then you definitely got more than 20 uh, more than 20 because it's like oh, a plus right. seven to your nice. roll so so the three of you managed to dodge as the as the rose briars go dark between you and um, 15 to 20 okay okay that's not bad all right everybody manages to dodge 
and you get a couple of meters in, but they are continuing to move and try to grasp at you, trying to cut on you with their thorns. So I need fresh dex rolls from everybody. I can't use magic in cat form, right? No. Okay. No. That is crazy. No, you cannot. Decisions, decisions. But you have a plus seven right now. Yes, but you I are fire s- not as a cat. Yeah, but you are <laughs> so much more dexterous as a cat. Yeah, true. You have very few grip points, but you are so dexterous as okay, a cat. If anyone gets really stuck, I'll change back. Okay. 21, Neil. This. Okay. Wait, hold on a second. A 15. Oh, that's a 36. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, Rose. Okay. Um, I get plus 10 from my ring for dexterity. So oh, I rolled yeah. an 18. And no, that's only, that's only for um, stealth. Oh, sorry. For stealth. Yeah, not okay, for dex. Yeah. Well, you still get a plus 7. Yeah, that's still quite a lot. So Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so did anybody roll less than a 15? I rolled exactly a 15. Yes, Dean? I rolled a 16. Excuse me. Wow. Okay. What did you roll for this? I did. Okay. 16. Okay. Right. Right. So you've gotten yeah. about four meters in. There's still about maybe 10, 12 meters to go. I need a fresh stack. I got roll. a dirty 20. It's still be a roll. Dirty 20. Uh, dirty 20. So, so let's fresh stack no. rolls, everybody. You're doing exceptionally well. 18. Oh, oh. 22 again. 19. Okay, okay, okay. 30, 20. Yay. Uh, that is a 23. Okay, you are over. How about 18? 18 is, okay, well, you guys are shockingly oh good. God. Um, you know, you know, you know how some people, when they get a bit tipsy, they they think that they speak more languages than they actually do? <laughs> I think it's, it's the excuse seen in, like, dex rolls. Oh, okay. Because, <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, all of a sudden, the drunker you get, the more dexterous you are. <laughs> but hey, do you know what? The drunker I get, the better at archery I am. But hold on. Both you and your character speak four it languages. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> Both you and your character speak four languages. So, like... <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Did anybody not get a 15 or higher? All right, super. Okay, yeah, so did, yeah. oh, um, let's, let's exactly at the same time and so yeah, let's keep going. Let's probably. keep going. It, it, You're sorry. Uh, you still, we still need two part. more rolls, okay, to get through <laughs> to the front door. So, like, as as um, Feroz is moving through this, she's like, I usually like gardens. These are not the kind of gardens I like, and I've never been attacked by a garden I before. <laughs> I like roses, but not like this. Twenty-three. Eighteen. Wow. 18. Oh no! Three. Single digit. Oh, no. I I did not roll well at all. What did you uh, get? What did you get, Amanada? What did you get? I only rolled a five. So no. I only like... You have a plus seven. You have a plus <laughs> seven, so doesn't matter. And uh, Yasin, what did you get? He's still under. <laughs> okay, so this time some of the some of the thorns catch you, Ferruz, and also you, Amanada. It's like they can see you through your invisibility. You, um, so Ferruz, you take two points of damage. Amanada, you only take one point of damage. 
But okay. as they cut into you, they absorb some of the, the blood and they grow bigger. Oh, no. So oh, I need a final roll from everybody. The target number is now 17. Oh, oh no. geez. Because oh, the roses terrible. have grown bigger. I was oh my god! I you have two rolls. You've you like you know you can roll. Like, oh, I rolled a one okay. and a seven. Oh okay. No, okay. So okay. yeah, twenty six. Nineteen. Nice, Justine. I saw so I I got a sixteen and I have a plus one, so I got exactly seventeen. <laughs> okay. Well, unfortunately, Sylvia, with your terrible rolls, you do get cut, and you take two points mm -hmm. of damage. But with that final stumble, you all get through standing in front of the front door front of door. the Goblin Artifices home. So one thing, as I said, that the two things that didn't seem to change was this crooked chimney that looked like it was about to fall off the roof and the front door, which stayed the exact same in place and in image and form. Standing there, getting ready to go in and see what puzzles and tricks await you all. I think this is a perfect place to pause in our story. Yay. So thank you all for joining us. Um, and we shall see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Good night all. Bye. 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 The party having found their way to the artificers and gotten through their defensive shrubberies but still somewhat inebriated whether that will help or hinder we do not know and we have no idea what they can expect now that they go in if the garden is anything to go by it is going to be a very interesting and probably very dangerous excursion join us next time to find out if you enjoyed this adventure and would like to know more about the world of fey earth best thing to do is head over to our itch.io page fey-earth.itch.io We've got a bunch of products there that you can download. I'll pay what you want. There is our early release core rulebook, The Explorer's Guide to Fey Earth, a number of one-shots and our starter adventure, Trouble in the North. All of our adventures come with quick play guides and pre-generated characters, our lore primer to learn a bit more about the setting itself, and our relatively recently released game. We launched it there last Halloween, Fey Wanderer, a really fun rules-like game in which you play fake creatures on a quest for treasure in the fake realm. The perfect game to fill in game night when you're missing some of your friends but you still want to play yourself. Uh, finally, we do have a Kickstarter we are launching in March and we would really hope for your support to help us raise the funds that we need to publish Fairth and bring this game to life.